we ask that you will look in Genesis, the 32nd chapter, um, between the, starting at the 22nd verse going through the 32nd verse. That his two wives, his two female servants, and his 11 sons, and crossed the ford of the Jabbok. After he had sent them across the stream, he sent all his possessions. So Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him till daybreak. When the man saw that he could not overpower him, he touched the socket of Jacob's hip so that his hip was wrenched as he wrestled with the man. Then the man said, let me go, for it is daybreak. But Jacob replied, I will not let you go unless you bless me. The man asked him, what is your name? Jacob, he answered. Then the man said, your name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel, because you have struggled with God and with humans and have overcome. Jacob said, please tell me your name. But he replied, why do you ask my name? Then he blessed him there. So Jacob called the place Peniel, saying, It is because I saw God face to face, and yet my life was spared. The sun rose above him as he passed Peniel, and he was limping because of his hip. Therefore, to this day, the Israelites do not eat the tendon attached to the socket of the hip, because the socket of Jacob's hip was touched near the tendon. Wrestling with God. Hold on. Wrestling with God. Good morning, St. John, and certainly it is now 2021, a new year, and it's our wish and our prayer that this will be a happy new year to you. Certainly we don't know what tomorrow will bring, and certainly as I stood here last year at this particular time, the first Sunday in 2020, I did not realize um, the things that would take place within 2020, just as I don't know what would take place in 2021. But one thing we do know is that if we keep our hands in God's hands, it will all work out all right. The subject of our lesson today is Jacob. And the place we find Jacob, we find him at the end of his rope. He is sick and tired of being sick and tired, and he finds himself in a struggle, in a fight for his life. He has asked for God's help. Now he's being attacked by a man. He is fighting for his life, and he realizes as he's struggling with this man that this is no ordinary man. As he's struggling and waging a war and wrestling, he finds out or believes that this is an angel, which is alarming enough as it, as, as in itself. However, as he continues to fight, 
and continued to struggle, he realized that it's not an angel, but it's God himself he is fighting. I believe that this is appropriate. For we, the people of the earth, the people of America, the citizens of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the citizens of Charles City County, as well as the citizens at St. John Baptist Church, both collectively and individually, find ourselves in a titanic battle. Many people, as we are struggling, feel as if we're struggling against Corona-19. Many people have said that we're struggling against financial devastation. Many people have stated that we are struggling against each other. Many times as we look out over the country and over the nation, we see a nation divided, struggling with each other. But if you believe, as I believe, that everything is under God's control and that anything and everything that happens happens either under God's direct control or God's permission, then we have to assume that as a world, as a country, as a county, as a church, as an individual, we have been struggling with God. We have had some of the same symptoms that Jacob had before he struggled with God. Because Jacob, though he had the blessings of God, felt that he could operate outside of the blessings of God. He didn't need God that much because he had his cunning and he had his wit. Certainly, I don't know about you, but in this country, I've seen the fact that there are many people that realize or feel that they don't need God. Certainly, when we were coming up in school, we recognized and realized that many times the places that we learn about God, the places that we learn about the Ten Commandments, the places that we learn about the 23rd Psalm, the places that we learn about prayer was sitting there in our schools. And yet now, <laughs> schools say we don't need God in the schools. The courthouses say that we don't need God in the courthouses. Many times we feel that we don't need God in the homes. And now we find ourselves in a battle, in a struggle. And we're figuring out that we need God. As the scripture, as the, not the scripture, but the song says, we need him. We need him every hour. We need him every day. We need him every second. Before we go further, let us look at Jacob. <laughs> Jacob was a twin, Jacob and Esau. They weren't identical twins, and Jacob was the younger of the two. Esau was the one that, had, that was hairy and rough. Esau was a hunter. Jacob had smooth skin and was a mother's boy. Brothers, especially twins, are always struggling and fighting. And Jacob 
means heel grabber. He was always trying to trip folk up and trick people. Jacob, with his mother's help, tricked his father and stole the birthright from Esau. Esau got mad and was about to kill Jacob. Jacob had to run. And as he ran, he ran to a different country and he began to work for a man called Laman. After a while and by and by, we find that Jacob fell in love with Rachel that was Laman's daughter. Certainly we realize one thing, that yes, we can be a trickster. Yes, we can be a gambler. Yes, we can trick people for a little while, but just like we can trick folk, folk can show enough trick us. The deal was that they had, that he had to work seven years for Laman in order to get Rachel to be his wife. After the seven years was over, he was married, and at that time they had veils over the faces of the ladies as they were getting married, and when they went into the room to consummate the marriage and the veil was taken off, he found out that it wasn't Rachel that he had married, but he had married his, uh, Rachel's older sister. My brothers and sisters, just because you are a trickster don't mean that you're the only one that can trick folk. And so he went back out and, and started fussing with Laman, and Laman said, well, it's our custom that the older child should be married first. And so he had to marry, he had to work seven more years, 14 years, <laughs> till he got Rachel. After he got Rachel, he devised a plan, and he schemed, and he went, he tricked Laman and took all of uh, what all of the, 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 the choice of uh, uh, the choice places, the choice uh, cattle, the choice lamb, took all of them and ran away, going back home. It's a problem though. As he's going back home, Esau is still mad with him. It's 20 years later, and his twin brother is still mad. Laman finds out that he's been tricked, so he says he and his sons come, and they are closing in on him. They finally catch up with Jacob, and they make a deal. And after they make a deal, they say these famous words between one another, between one trickster to the other. <clears throat> May the Lord <laughs> watch between me and thee, you know, because I can't trust you, while we're absent. <laughs> one from another. Jacob can't go back, but he's having problems going forward because he's heard that Esau has 400 men, no women, no children. This is not going to be a reunion. 400 men he's coming to kill Jacob. Jacob then devises a plan, <laughs> and, and, and he, he begins to sin all of his livelihood in waves given them as a gift to Esau. Jacob prayed, oh, in, in that, that ninth, that 32nd uh, chapter, that ninth verse, oh God of my father Abraham, God of my father Isaac, need God now, Lord, 
You have said to me, go back to your country and your relatives and I will make you prosper. I'm unworthy of all the kindness and faithfulness you have shown your servant. I only had my staff when I crossed the Jordan, but now I have become two camps. Save me, I pray, from the hand of my brother Esau, for I'm afraid that he will come and attack me and also the mothers with their children. He cries out to God, and he begins to send all of his livelihood as a gift and a present to Esau. He sends his cows. He sends his lamb. He sends his sheep. He sends his mule. After a while and by and by that night, he even sent his wife and his children. And while he was alone, while he was by himself, while he was reduced to the irreducible minimum, a man attacked him. And, and, and they began to wrestle. And, 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 and as they are fighting, you know, wrestling is different than, than boxing and Martial arts, you, you get a grappler, you, you got something on your hands. And, and, and usually a belt only lasts two or three minutes. Heavyweight belt is three minutes long. Wrestling only lasts about only lasts about three minutes, but they wrestle all night long. And he was being attacked, and as he was being attacked. He, he found out that who he was struggling with wasn't just a man, but it was not even an angel, but it was God himself. One of the reasons I, 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 I think that God attacked him was because Jacob had come to him to ask him, bless me, save me. And God, before he was going to bless him, before he was going to save him, he began to attack him. Because Jacob, though he was saved, Jacob, though he had God's blessings, Jacob, though he was a man of God, still had a whole lot of mess in him. And God began to wrestle with him to get out of him the mess that was in him to bring him to the place where he needed to be. Oh, St. John. Oh, America. Oh, my brothers and sisters. We find ourselves going through a struggle because we are people of the book. We are people that God has blessed. We are people that God loves. We are people that God has touched. We are people that God loves. 
but we still got some mess in us. America, we still got racism in us. Oh, my brothers and sisters, we still have the big, the, the big eyes and the little U's. We still have a whole lot of junk in us. Christians, we still have impurity in us. We still have enmity in us. We still have some strife in us. We still have some jealousy in us. We still have some anger in us. We still have some rivalry within us. God is wrestling with us, trying to get love out of us, trying to get us to have some joy, trying to get us to have some peace, trying to get us to have some goodness. They wrestle all night long. And, and verses 25 through 26 of verses, I, 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 really, I, I really don't understand because it said, when the man saw that he could not overpower him, he touched the socket of Jacob's hip so that his hip was wrenched as he wrestled with the man. Then the man said, let me go, for it is daybreak. But Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. <clears throat> I don't understand the fact that it says that the man who was God could not overpower him. Or was it the fact that he would not overpower him? But right there within the same verse, it says that he could not overpower him, but just a touch, just his finger, touched his socket, and it crippled him. I, I, I don't understand what was taking place there, and I don't understand the, the, the I, I've heard a lot of the various commentators that have tried to explain it, but it was always unsatisfactory to me. But one thing that I got out of this verse is that one person cannot wrestle with God and come out and walk the same way that they walked before. Jacob came in with pride, but he went out with humility. He came in walking tall, but he went out limping. He came out with all of the answers, but he came out with nothing but questions. But one thing we can see is that Jacob, though he was broken, Jacob, though he was hurt, Jacob, though he wasn't feeling it at all, he kept on holding on. He was almost like Job that said, though he slay me yet, will I follow him. Hold on, church. God will bless. God will get some blessing out of this. Hold on just a little while longer. <laughs> we see that Jacob said, I will not let you go until you bless me. 
And the man asked him, what is your name? The man, God, asked him, what is your name? He said, my name is Jacob. He said, your name, it won't be Jacob anymore. Your name is Israel. In Revelation, the fifth chapter, it's a, a very familiar verse that says that John was in the spirit on the Lord's day and he saw and heard the Lord speak who is worthy, who is worthy to open the scrolls and and everybody in heaven and her and earth and below earth, nobody was worthy. And John began to cry because no one was worthy in order to open the scrolls. But then one angel told John, Weep not, for the lion of Judah has prevailed. John said, I looked and I saw a lamb slain from the, from the foundation of the earth. <laughs> the angel, when he looked and had the heavenly view of the same person that John was looking at, saw a lion. But John, from an earthly perspective, looked and saw a lamb slain from the foundation of the earth. <laughs> what am I trying to say? Your parents named you one name, but God sees you as something else. Jacob was named by his parents a heel grabber. But God named him Israel, one who is striven with man and God and is overcome. <laughs> what is your name? What do you answer to? I would have and say that God has a name for you that your parents don't know, that your wife and your husband don't know, your children don't know. They, God has a name for you, and he's struggling. He's working with all of us to bring out of us that which is in us. Yeah, I know your name might be Sam. But God looks at you as a child of God. I know that your name might be Pam, but God looks at you as a saint. I know that your name might be Jackson, but God looks at you as a child of the king. I, I know that your name might be Henry, but God looks at you as one of his own. What is the name that God is calling you? My 
my brothers and sisters, if you learn nothing from this whole thing, re realize that God is trying to work it out so that he would bring out those things that is within you that he knows that is in you. You might call this St. John Baptist Church, but this is Jesus' bride. This is the household of faith. This is the household of God. My brothers and my sisters, hold on. God will work things out. Hold on. God will bring us back. Hold on. God will show us the way. Hold on. God is going to get the glory for all the things that are taking place. Amen. Amen. Let the church say, Amen.